Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, a light-hearted podcast on a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back through true crime stories to discuss an event that took place on this week in history. I'm your host Mark Decano and with me as always are my friends Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. Right, so now let's do a list of the reasons, sorry, uh, dear subscribers. Dear listener, uh, singular. What are the reasons why we haven't been recording? I'll give you, Mark did something wrong with one of the records. Yeah, let's let's start there. I'll I'll start (laughs) with someone else's. (laughs) By blaming me. (laughs) No, we had had technical difficulties in the attempt to record uh, an episode. Which you won't hear because the dates all skew with now. Yeah, so, I mean, well, if it was good enough to ever put out, I would have put it out at the time. So, yeah, it didn't didn't work. Uh, What else? Uh, You've been away. Yeah, well, I spent a third of my life in the Netherlands. Right, okay. So, that's not... Inciting the, the other two thirds of my life with both of your lives. Yeah, I mean that's not. That's right. I only have a third. That's of not life. necessarily an excuse, but the but we haven't because we could. Could we do it if you were over there? Of course we could. We could zoom it. Probably. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, whatever. But we didn't. Um, whatever. I. But now we're in this age of humans being in contact with each other again. Yeah. It's rather nice to do it that way. Yeah. No, I don't know. I've been you away. Were, you a were bit. away. You were was bit. I? And Mark, you were. Had a biological barrier to doing it. Again. Oh yeah, you were ill. You were or Ill. I was ill. Was it's it. another yeah, way of putting yeah, yeah. it. Yes, was a it. biological <laughs> barrier. And also, you were away. You were away for three weeks. I was working, away, kind of. Yeah, but we're back, and we're doing pirates again. Hurrah! What do you say again? Are we? <laughs> We've never done pirates, and technically, this isn't piracy. Pretty <laughs> sure it is. No, is it technically? If it you if you take over the boat which you're meant to be working on. It's mutiny. It's mutiny. If you take over yeah, somebody sure, else's yeah. boat, piracy is the bounty. Yeah, yeah. So we've never done a pirate. Well, we'll see the story. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no, it's not a pirate story. <laughs> right, go on then. Do your intro. Okay. So the date we're looking at today is the 28th of April, 1789. The crew, or some of the crew, of the HMAV Bounty. Mutinied H-M-A-V. against its commander. Aston Villa. <laughs> uh, Her Majesty's armed vessel. Uh, okay. Um, in law, naval law, the uh, it, it's because some people went against naval law and plotted yeah. a coup. Because, yeah, because it's, it's... So the crime we're looking at is yeah, what's that, the that of mutiny, um, which we haven't done before. Uh, and we are using the most famous act of mutiny... There is. I mean, I know it's in the title, yeah. but I mean, if you ever say mutiny, the next three words are on, <laughs> on the bounty. The bounty. <laughs> yes. I suppose so. <laughs> um, okay. Yep. So the act of mutiny is um, a hangable offence. Really? So, yeah. At wow. the time. Um, I mean, I'd say chuck over a boardable. Yeah. Chuck over boardable. Yeah. <laughs> or walking plankable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or luz luz inable. <laughs> The, why would you rig up? Why would you rig up all that? Keelhaulable. Just chuck them in. Just chuck them in the Cheers. Sea. Lob them off. A bull. Lob them off. That's Russian. Right. Where are we? Where are we talking about? In the sea. I've got no idea. In the geographically, I'm thinking of Anthony Hopkins quite a lot. You and you will, and ah. well, you might. Right. Okay. And we'll get to that in our our pop cult. Fine. Segment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the HMS. 
So, the HMAV mm. Bounty, a vessel of the Royal Navy, but it wasn't a ship of the line, so not a ship of war. Right. That's oh. why it's the HMAV, because it had cannon. Right. But it's armed for protection against okay. pirates. Right. Okay. <laughs> against See? pirates. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. Pirate episode. <laughs> yes. Jim Lad. So I knew it would... That t- how long did that take? Bloody three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no piracy in this. Uh... No pirates here. Pirates. Set on any pirates. As you may well know, the bounty was sent to Tahiti mm-hmm. to pick up breadfruit plants. That's right. Um, and take them to what, nothing else. Yeah. Yep. Nothing else. The whole point of it was to take breadfruit to the West Indies. Take or retrieve? To collect plants from Tahiti. Plants, Take right. them to the West Indies Yep. to provide a source of fruit. So a load of, for the future. For the future, yeah. How, is, how far is that from where to where? Well, Tahiti's in the South Pacific and the West Indies are, is the Caribbean. Oh, Christ, right. Okay. Round to so the other side I, of the world. For some reason, I was thinking it was... It's months. Not it's very it. long. But. So what ultimately, what's the point of that? Just to provide a source of food for... Yeah, because it's to provide, yeah, to get a new readily source, available sorry, a new food source. Food. Bear in mind, this they've is... had it up to here with coconut. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, they would have had uh, a lot more food coming from um, the Americas. Yes, but bear in mind, there's a there's a big old set to with the Americas mm. because of you know the revolution. Of course, yeah, yeah, that exact time. Um, yeah, so well, if, well, they were busy doing ten years before other things. Yeah, so it had a. a, a a bit of a warry thing, so uh, oh, yes. so gone a bit warry. Gone, it went a bit warry. Um, so they got this this boat together. Said right, we'll pop over to the South Pacific, get some plants, mm. pot them halfway around the world, and there's your fruit supply for the colonies. Yeah, bread, bread fruit. I think it's related to jackfruit, which is more popular these days. Pretending to be chicken and pulled pork and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's it. I, mean, I don't know what breadfruit is. It's a little bit like jackfruit. <laughs> Again, breadfruit. breadfruit. I mean, why? Why would you bring that specifically? Is it specifically that is a yeah. plant providing that fruit? Yeah. Yeah. So why would you choose that? I'm gonna. Is it like it, it's reasonably ma- nutritious? Loaf-sized fruit. Yeah. It is a loaf. <laughs> a loaf. It looks it's, like a loaf of bread. That's what I'm saying. Ma- a mass that grows, yeah. as opposed to a garden. No, they're, yeah, they're big fruits. Yeah, they're really big fruit. It's related to jackfruit. Yeah, it's kind of like a mulberry bush, but on a massive scale. And I don't know why. <laughs> why they're bothering? It's like it's food. It's food. Well, it's I know food, that, it's but cheap, it's like why it grows in those regions? So it's, and it uh, grows quick. Or it grows quick, it grows large, it grows tall. And they have the same climate as Tahiti, presumably, ish. Similar, yeah, yeah. It tastes apparently it tastes a bit like a potato. Chicken. Oh right. <laughs> Sandwiches. Um texture like bread, but tastes like potato, apparently. Oh right. Oh, so it's not a fruit. But it uh, is a fruit. Yeah. Oh it is a fruit. But it has the texture of bread and the potato taste. Potato bread. That's uh <laughs> potato bread. What's is that? that a thing? That's a yeah, thing, that's yeah, a yeah, thing. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that like a fowl? An Irish fowl. Oh, I see. Right. <laughs> or knocky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like boiled a potato boiled bread. Potato. Don't know. Perhaps okay. they did that. I don't know what's going on now. <laughs> You've all gone mad. I wonder if there's a. But yeah, you make make bread out of potato as well. Yeah, bread out of potatoes. Potatoes out of bread. They've gone mad. I wonder if there was a breadfruit magnet. 
Magnet? Who just made oh, magnate. an absolute fortune on importing. Because surely someone at that age, in that era was like me and said, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Where, from where and what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. We've, we're up to our elbows in, I don't know, mangoes <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the plan the plan was to take, and it's over six hundred plants they were going to take. So not many. So it wasn't. I mean, that's the whole ship, pretty much. They the cap the cab the captain's cabin on the ship yeah, but was expanded to a third of the size of the boat overall, and given over completely to plants. So the captain of the ship didn't have a wow. cabin. But couldn't you've just brought seeds and brought a, a billion? Well, I think they have a weird life cycle. Okay, so you can't. So they don't have seeds. Well, I think... A stone. <laughs> so you have to pick them at the right time of year. And then sail quickly. And if you don't get them at the right time of year, then they just die. Well, again, it's like, well, why are you transporting it 3,000 miles then? It's like... And again, so that the place that you're taking them to has a food supply. Yeah. When you can't get food from America, you have to have your own. Oh, so, right. So the foods, <laughs> a food supply was cut off. Yeah. Because they were, whatever, turning their backs because they were busy with other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> it's a bit it's safer to take livestock, but yeah, or but then you have to feed them and well, deal with their feed the livestock. On the boat. <laughs> we're going to feed them. They can't graze the <laughs> sea. <laughs> they love breadfruit. <laughs> I love a breadfruit. We'll get the breadfruit, and then we'll get the the cows, and then they can eat the fruit. So, do you reckon they literally planted them in this boat? They, they, yeah. Well, in, they were in pots. They yeah. were potted. Yeah. yeah. And so then, they took well, one of the crew was um, uh, a well-known gardener from oh, right, Kew okay. Gardens, oh, and right. they would have taken loads of earthenware pots, right? And okay, stuff exactly. Yeah. And yeah. they would have had to presumably would have only have to wait until it rained to water them, <laughs> as opposed to give them. <laughs> well, they sea were tropical water. plants. So well, exactly. It's used to dry environment. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. As opposed to is look chuck a load of seawater sea, on. Yeah. Yeah, the salt. It's about as good to the plant as it is to you. <laughs> you would have salted the earth and nothing would live. Salted yeah. the sea. <laughs> 200, what is it? 200 and whatever years later, I'm eating a, a Jaffa cake. Jaffa cakes. Yeah. So From ultimately, Jaffa, who wins? Well done. Yeah. <laughs> cake or biscuit? Oh, that's been going on forever. <laughs> but they proved it was a cake. Yeah. Because yeah, they proved because it goes hard when it goes stale, um, biscuits go soft when they go stale. Yeah, so this is definitely a cake. And they made one the size that, of that a isn't, cake. Yeah, see, that isn't the definition of a biscuit. But that's yeah, the definition that proved the legal argument. That's Jaffa cake. Goes hard when you leave it somewhere, don't you? Yeah. It's like KP having to prove that peanuts are not nuts. Well, they're like, peas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's, why? Why? Yeah, why? Like strawberries. Who, strawberries aren't berries. No. Who's asking them to prove that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's sort this out. Yeah. Jaffa cakes are cakes. <laughs> Peanuts are peas. The legumes. Yeah. <clears throat> Stra- that said, strawberries are droop sacks. Jaffa cakes are <laughs> cakes. Though they're not a sack. Bananas are berries. Raspberries aren't berries. Blackberries aren't berries. I thought bananas aren't were spices. What the hell are you talking about? About twenty minutes ago, we were talking about the bounty. I'm going to say. I'm going to say that's in my top five. There, the crime, the crime on the bounty was taking the cardboard tray out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants bounty. Bounty yeah, is I'm the gonna worst say, confection. I'm going to say, perhaps not top five, top 
seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> All right. Top seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say boost. <laughs> um, I'm going to say mint aero. I'm going to say... Hold on, Adrian. Maltesers. I say they count. Maltesers. Count as what? One of your top five... a cake or a biscuit. In my top seven. (laughs) Your top seven confections. Okay. Um, Come on, then. There's going to be a fight if Turkish Delight isn't in somewhere. (laughs) No Turkish Delight. That's not allowed. I always forget whether I like that or not, because I haven't eaten it. Oh, I see it. You discover it every time you have it. It's horrible. That's the joy. That's the delight in Turkish Delight. The rediscovery. Fruit... Fruit and nut. <laughs> Viking. Old school. Um, Viking, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's arguably biscuit. a biscuit. Wasn't that a yo-yo? Yeah. Foil cupboard. That's arguably a biscuit, though, isn't it? So that doesn't it's get It's out. a chocolate confection. No, it's not it's in the same... Confection. Yeah, but it's not oblong and in, in some plastic. <laughs> it has to be... Maltesers aren't oblong. <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> the, least, the least oblong that you can possibly get to be is a sphere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, they're in a plastic... Case. <laughs> Crunchy. Yep. There you go. That works. Go on. Name some of yours. Uh, Twix. Simple. Classic. Mm. Dark chocolate only. Oh, fuck mm. off. Dark chocolate, <laughs> Dark chocolate could burn. Chunky Kit Kat. There you go. Mm. It's just a wafer, isn't it? Yeah. Yorkie. <laughs> That's Yorkie. just chocolate. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just chocolate though, isn't it? But we're not whipped. You don't know, like wh- whipped chocolate like an arrow. <laughs> Whipped. You don't like it whipped? Well, I said, that's what I said, minted. You said error. And minted. Whipped and minted. If you're going to say Viscount, which you're not allowed, <laughs> I'm going to say uh, a Tunnock's tea cake. Oh, I was going to say Tunnock's. <laughs> not a Tunnock's caramel. In. That's definitely in. Oh, no, tea cake. <laughs> you had a real crisis then for an instant. Oh, oh. oh by Jove. He's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Get on with it! Lieutenant William Bly was commissioned as captain of the vessel. Mm-hmm. Not captain. He was captain of the vessel, but he was a lieutenant. Lieutenant, I should say. Okay. His and job so was he has the role, but not the position. Yeah, he was, in, he was. He captained the vessel, but his rank was lieutenant. And his good close friend, Fletcher Christian, who was also a lieutenant. <laughs> Mr. Christian. I'm sorry. Was commissioned yeah, exactly. as first I, officer. I cannot hear that, work, that name without hearing it said <laughs> in the background that? as Fletcher Christian. <laughs> Who says that? Is that Ant- does Anthony Hopkins say that? Yes. Mr. Griffin. Mr. Griffin. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, we'll get on to impressions <laughs> later. Now, Bly had been in the Navy since he was seven. Wow. Seven <laughs> years <How>? old. <laughs> because, I mean, he had officers who were like 12 wow. back then. My officers. God. Yeah. Can you imagine I mean, I like, getting on board and saying, oh, this is the officers? You're like 30 or 40 year old sailor. I can understand yeah. the he- hired help and <laughs> yeah. box shifter and whatever, cabin boy or, or deck mopper. Exactly. Yeah. Not bloody officers. But if you've got a tough dad who's in the Admiralty mm. and then you he just sends your son, son. Yeah, right. right, here's a commission in the Navy. You're yeah, now sure, a, sure. like a petty officer. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you'd be like right. the lowest rank but officer. You'd be right. in command of all the people, seamen. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And you'd be, and you'd be like 12. And um, Bly also, um, he was on James Cook's uh, final voyage as well. Really? Really? Yeah. He was a, a, a chief navigator. One of the gardeners, I think there was two gardeners on board, but one of the gardeners had also sailed with Cook previously. 
Yes, they had a the Kew Garden botanist and yes, his assistant were, were on it, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so 45 people in all aboard when it sailed. It's long and hard and full of seamen. Uh, it's quite a small ship, comparatively. Bearing in mind it's going to be at sea for months and months, yes. going from one side mm. of the world to the other. Um, it was comparatively very small. Is it 45? 45, 45 souls on board. Souls, yeah. So, and that's including the, the captain and everybody... So I guess that's good in a way you've got fewer mouths to feed and support, but that's also a lot of work for everybody to do. Yeah. Um, So when you consider that it's got a cove from one side of the world to the other, it was only 90 feet long, which is not very long. And they're going to put 600 plants on board. How many metres is that? 30 metres. 30 metres. Broadly speaking. So that's, that's kind of like a moderate yacht these days. Yeah. Going to, so there's 45 well, also, souls aboard. Surely it had to do London to Tahiti. First they had to sail from London. Yeah. Which is probably To the other longer. side of the world. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I, yeah. I know a few people who've got in yachts that big. And what? Well, one or two. <laughs> and what, You know my, a few people who've got one or two my, yachts? My brother lives For the, the record, coast, so. I don't know <laughs> any. I don't know anyone who's ever seen a yacht. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. and yep. I, there, there is no way... I would consider going on board one of those to from t- London t- to t- 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 <laughs> Ain't all about the size of the boat. It's the motion in the ocean. So the getting there to Tahiti is not even, you haven't East even started, basically, have you? Yeah. First yeah. of all, you've got to get around Cape yeah, Horn. Around Horn. Absolutely, yeah. And then you've got to get back to go to the West Indies. Yes. Except that they couldn't get around there. Okay. They spent ages trying to, but the weather beat them back, so they actually went the other way. Around Australia <laughs> to the other <laughs> God to so it's to the other it's to the South Pacific from the other direction miles east of oh, wow. New Zealand or it, Fiji kind of thing yeah God blimey so it's long old no wonder there was tri- a <laughs> contretemps <laughs> wouldn't it have just been easier to have gone to Mexico and across land I, I could I, yeah take I the boat out roll it across on logs. I think it would have. I mean, I'm aware that's probably. Well, just build a ship in Mexico. Just build a ship, yeah. That might be 25 miles or 30, 40 miles, that, that bit of Nicaragua kind of. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be. Or could just get another, get another ship waiting. I probably can't do that. <laughs> Walk across, get well, another boat. Well, we've solved that. <laughs> thing that Tune in next Fools week. they were. <laughs> they wouldn't have felt so mutinous if it had had a bit of an easy walk at the beginning. They could have had a rest. Yeah. Get some Guatemalans to help out and stuff. <laughs> Salvadorians. And in, in the sort of six or eight months it took them to get there and get back, they yes. could have built a railway line across Nicaragua. Yeah. To for the so getting for, back for all of the stuff, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, you say I mean, just get a railway line, just get a railway. Yeah. <laughs> so here's an interesting thing: oh, all yeah. these men aboard mostly were under thirty. Yeah. Wow. Bly was thirty-three. Wow. Wow. Fletcher Christian was twenty-three. Uh, the youngest aboard, midshipman Peter Haywood mm-hmm. and uh, John Hallett, and they were fifteen. Fifteen, okay. So you've got wow. so twice between... the age Bly when he started. <laughs> yeah. Veterans. So basically, yeah. you've got. A, that's another thing that should be remembered that the people who were aboard were all relatively young, mm. a lot younger than we would expect today. That would be normal at the time, but also they would be uh, youthful and energetic. What, yeah. What and rebellious. And rebellious, arguably. I don't know. Would they opposing um, authority? I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure they would really, because you're you're in a bit of a 
pickle. In the sense <laughs> you, can't, you can't go, oh, forget this. I'm, and if I'm you, off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going back to London. <laughs> yeah. You're kind of under, you know, someone's command and you are, uh, I mean, you're not, it's not as if you're kind of in a prison kind of but you well, can't you kind of are can't in well, a floating prison well I know but you can't get off and you can't go yeah get it but all well, right. by all accounts a few Bly, of them did I was an utter bastard really well now that's quite interesting <laughs> yeah yeah because by all accounts and I mean by the accounts you of said that <laughs> by the account of you <laughs> um, yeah he was a bit of a bastard but apparently that's not true or at least he so, might have been quite strict, but no more than was the norm. A commander. A, yeah. Uh, captain. In fact, anything, it could be argued that the mutiny was partly a result of him being quite genial and relaxed. Because they were, when we get to the what happened in Tahiti, yeah. um, the standard by the Navy would be that everyone would be strictly disciplined and they weren't, they were allowed to sort of chill out and lounge around a lot. Which yeah, is, once they that's what Tahiti, they wanted there to was, do. There was no restriction at all, really, on them. Yeah, and so there's an argument that because he wasn't a strict disciplinarian, that that's why they revolted, because they were allowed to chill out in Tahiti for six months, and then they were told to get back on board the ship and sail away, and they wanted to go back and chill out on Tahiti again. So that's partly... But the hadn't they been through quite a lot? To, meaning he said, well, yes, but if rest. he maintained, like, um, instead of just letting him sort of chill out and sure. you know, take yeah, yeah. wives and what have you, right. if he'd made them do my, the mindless sort of routine things that would keep them disciplined, occupied, and occupied, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right, then there might have been less. The re- um, well, I say records, I mean, there's very little official stuff yeah. available about it, but what I saw was on board, he was quite brutal and. Well, yeah. I mean, he had he he took lessons from James Cook in terms of like diet and you know you've got to have you have to have this you can't have that that sort of thing. But he had he he made sure that they had music, they had dancing regularly. Yeah, yeah. yeah? So it was not it's not like it was they right. were under the whip moshing. Yeah, I will say at this point though that this was only the first of three mutinies under his command. Uh, okay. <laughs> From the same boat. No, no, no. Oh, right. In his career. In his career. Right. Although, in fairness, again, to, in, fairness, in fairness to Bly, the other two weren't necessarily directly uh, as a result of right, him. They okay. were larger yeah, yeah. revolts, and it just happened to affect his ship. But, um, yeah, it's probably not as as strict as, as he's made out, or he certainly wasn't callous. But uh, there was, a th- I think, um, one incident of a flogging, oh, yeah. a, a lick of the cat, uh, aboard yes. uh, 12 lashes for insolence the ship's company will remember that I am your captain your judge and your jury you do your duty and we may get along whatever happens you'll do your duty so the voyage then yes they finally got permission to embark in November of 1787 where? Uh, from Spithead Ooh, where's that? Um, London? No, it's on the coast. So oh, okay. It's near Portsmouth. Spithead. November? Yeah, they didn't want to be leaving no, in the winter. He wanted to... Awful. Bly wanted to leave a lot earlier Well, for a, f- a month or two, yeah. it'd be pretty bad, wouldn't it? Yeah. In fact, it took them nearly a month to get out of dock because <laughs> of adverse mm. weather. Because oh, they Bear in mind, this is all sail. Of course. So they couldn't yeah, just yeah, like yeah. powerboat their way out into yeah, the course, channel. Yeah, yeah. 
By the way, listeners, we're all looking at a big, <laughs> big map. <laughs> well, it's more of a drawing. On the, on the wall. <laughs> if I... Uh, November, I would have gone, should we wait? Should we wait a few months to set off when it's a bit nicer? Mind you, if they wait a few months, and if their goal was to get round Cape Horn, by the time they got to Cape Horn, hmm. it would have been height of English summer and that depth of the uh, Antarctican winter down there so it might may have been equally as horrendous I suppose yeah that's when you're really kind of mind you the, that might have checked happened it anyway when what what point in the year is yeah. the weather good enough exactly. at the cape to get round yes set off enough time so for arguably that. that is me is immaterial because he yeah. cares about the channel being yeah. a bit cold yeah yeah, it's that hope and horn is what you need yeah. to be. Hope and horn. Yeah, or don't bother. <laughs> because of these delays, um, oh, yeah. Bly asked permission from the Admiralty and said, if it's possible, if I can't get round Cape Horn, can oh, I yeah. go the other way? Right. Wow. So they already knew on leaving that that was a prospect, okay. that that might be a possibility. All I ask is a tall ship and a star to sailor by. Getting underway then. Bly with his good friend Fletcher Christian. Yep. <laughs> now, bear in mind that Christian wasn't first officer. He was a master's mate. He wasn't like a leading character on the on the boat necessarily. He was an officer. Right. John Fryer was sailing master or oh, yeah. first officer. But because Bly was such great mates with him, he pretty much gave him the same rank. He appointed him officially um, as an as an acting lieutenant. Um, so his mates again. Mates rates again. Mates rates. Mates relationship, yeah. Yeah, so he appointed him um, sort of implying that he was the second in, com- in command because of all this preferential treatment he was getting. Right. So when you hear about Fletcher Christian saying, oh, I'm being treated horribly, I'm yeah. in hell, he's going, well, come on, you've been given preferential bunk- right, bunking on the mean. ship. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah, been yeah. given rank. You've been given all this. Your best mates with the ship's captain i mean what's what's the what's the rough time you're having exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. poor little guy there he goes without a friend in the world so in april they reach cape horn so about five months to get from okay um, i thought you were gonna say longer than that actually. to get to cape horn yep then after a few weeks of trying to get round Cape Horn a few weeks just wow. trying to wow. circumnavigate that because it was rough because of the um, sleet wow and the hail and the squalls and the tiny boat that they're in and the tiny boat that they're <laughs> and in and the swell he finally said to the crew well we can't get round here so we're going to go the other way we're going to sail basically from this point almost entirely around oh, the world God, that's yeah. the other direction I mean all of it's bad isn't it so hang on they went to Cape Horn so they went to get do that first, first which is several, sell, several thousand miles. Several thousand miles, yeah. And then they had and to turn back. They were beaten back by something. the weather. Are there rocks ahead? If they are, we all be dead. So they went round the Cape of Good Hope, Africa, oh, around the other way. To Imagine get to the, the seas that were <laughs> And then from them there, they then had to get back to the West Indies. Bly recorded in his diary, and whether this is true or not, but this is what he wrote, that... Um, when he announced to the crew that they were not going to keep trying and we, they were going to go to the Cape of Good Hope, um, it was to the great joy of every person on board. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Happy day! So there was no mutiny then. So no. They were delighted not to continue trying to buff it. There this, wasn't a collective... Oh. <laughs> what? Really? Oh. One more time. Bloody yeah. <laughs> hell. That must have been pretty rough then. Sir? Do you want to try this again or should we go the long way round? We've been trying it for three weeks. <laughs> wow, Or wow, thereabouts. Wow. Let's go the other way, which will take a lot longer. And it, it's something. not going to be uh, any less rough. Mm-mm. That uh, southern Atlantic, Cape of Good Hope, into the Indian Ocean. The um, So I was in, here's a good fact, The uh, I was in <laughs> South Africa about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And there's a basically from cold water to warm water. It's like cold water's there and warm water's there. I mean, oh, you right, can't, the you divide can't, between like, the ocean. You can't, like, put one leg in while they went, look, warm, cold, warm, you know, like you do with... And then you wheat yourself. Hot leg, cold leg, hot leg, cold leg. Hot like you do with, I don't know, uh, American states or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> it's within a few, I don't know, half a mile or something, but that's very much warm water and that's yeah. cold water and basically the warm water is obviously where all the sharks hang out mm. so um, and the cold water is absolutely glacial cold <laughs> brought you three waters cold lukewarm and warm um but anyway that trip it's not as if it's oh great we're now on a canal for a yeah, yeah, holiday yeah. for a <laughs> for a week yeah. it's equally utter hell yeah. it just might have been I mean it might not have been a bit warmer but it probably was a bit warmer basically um, weather wise I'm talking about yeah probably from Cape to Cape was another month I bet it was so hang on they set up in November it took five months <laughs> it's now the depth of winter down there the depth which is going to be winter yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in South America so they've gone from winter so chased to the winter to, winter, winter. to winter <laughs> yeah now I I think uh, South African winter is not like winter here. It's like quite pleasant. Yeah, it goes but from it, forty degrees to twenty-five but, degrees. But Cape of, <laughs> sorry, Cape Horn is bad. Yeah, and let's face it, Australian winter is completely fine. But but yeah. anyway, so by May, end of May, yes, they're now in the Cape of Good Hope. They spend five weeks there repairing the ship, basically. Oh, wow. Bear in okay. mind, they haven't picked anything up yet. No, mm, they've been at sea for yet. six months. And, Done yeah. They've literally nothing. done nothing. Yeah, They're yeah. still mission, on the way out. On the way to work. <laughs> on the way to work. Yeah, are they commute? halfway? They're probably not even halfway, are <laughs> they? Not even, no. Not even. <laughs> God. <laughs> All for this stupid breadfruit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even stupid like it. Breadfruit. <laughs> it I don't taste want this. That take it back. No. <laughs> we just take some apples. <laughs> An apple crumble. Hello, my name's Mark Decano and I host the Comedy in a Nutshell podcast in which I talk with those in and around the comedy circuit and most especially the comedians about what comedy means to them. Simon Amstor plus Lena Dunham plus Mr Blobby. I thought that would be a good combo. Every gig you get is somebody else not getting a gig. I've had sometimes I've had people like pull out a notepad and I've been like, oh no, no, thank you. You are a jester and you're here to bring light relief to people's lives. Somebody at the end was like, oh my God, she's dirty. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Thank you very much. My boyfriend says he feels like he has to tread very carefully because he was like, I know that everything has the potential to become material. I can now give to people and they definitely in that moment are having a good time. So if you want to know more about what comedy means to the people at its heart, then hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Comedy in a nutshell, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fringe, baby. So by the start of July, 
they're now going across to Tasmania. Yep, Tas. Or Van Diemen's Land, as it was at the time. Yeah. And then mid-August, they made it to Tasmania, and they anchored there in Adventure Bay. Nine months later. And they're probably two, three quarters of the way there, two thirds of the way. Yeah. Great. So they stopped there for a while. Meeting the natives. Yeah, yeah, sure. uh, Getting some food and water and stuff, fixing the boat again. Of course. It's a tough life, isn't it, really? It is. I think if they turned back then, that's an 18-month trip. (laughs) For nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but by this time, they're now Bly is starting to have a few clashes with members of the yeah of the crew. He um, he lent Fletcher Christian some money, which apparently why would he need money? Yeah, we're going to spend it seriously <laughs> in the gift shop. I'm just going to the yeah the tazzy, well, I suppose like, tazzy gift like shop. prison. You know what are you going to spend money on in prison? But yeah, but there are things that are great currency. Bar- there. Yeah, barter system. You might get but, you yeah. might get somebody's grog or. <laughs> Yes. Some more boiled lime. <laughs> but you don't need money. Just, no, but... You know. it, have you got any money? Why? Uh, I've just taken up origami. <laughs> yeah, but there were, there were outposts, you know, you could yeah. buy stuff from other colonies. Do you Some... take pounds? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you take pounds sterling? What's the exchange What rate? do they say? Going to get something in the gift shop before we head out. <laughs> Duty-free, yeah. <laughs> He had an argument with the ship's carpenter about the way he was doing his carpentry. <laughs> it's a bit wooden. <laughs> do it a less, bit less chiselly. <laughs> wonder why you'd been arguing yeah. about that. But anyway. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? What the hell is wrong with you people? The carpenter, Purcell, was ordered to go back on the ship and he refused. So Bly withheld his rations. I don't know to what extent, but harsh. he was, yeah... There was a punishment. He wasn't flogged mm-hmm. for instance. He was. <laughs> I don't know how much or how for how long, but that was the uh, the punishment. One of the uh, seamen aboard was <laughs> d- died from a blood infection after Ooh. the surgeon tried to treat his asthma with a bloodletting. Right. <laughs> What's that? What's a bloodletting? Well, they cut you open and yeah. let the blood out. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> but all as much as it takes for your asthma to stop to go away. <laughs> so therefore all of it. <laughs> it stopped. Yeah. He's dead. Stopped. He's, he's no not, longer he's breathing no because he's not breathing. Yeah. <laughs> he's not breathing at all. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Crumbs. Uh, the surgeon the then... Um, <laughs> Resigned. <laughs> got drunk and uh, Bly confiscated all of his all of his uh, supply that he oh, found of oh, his, of his yeah. hooch. So yeah, little set twos with crew. These are quite little, but but comparative things but am- was, amassing. Yeah, can't really think what else they're gonna. Because yeah, you're seemingly you withhold people's food and their booze on a ship. Well, yeah, all right. Over not over yeah. not much. Mind you, a bloke did die, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> over not much. <laughs> his death. Then uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get people's backs up, aren't you? Well, those two blokes backs up, I suppose, but yeah. 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 So, 26th of October, 1788, the bounty finally arrives in Tahiti. Oh, 26th Nearly of a year later, having from... Oh, Le- it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's oh nearly God. a year since leaving oh England. <laughs> They've now reached their initial destination. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've travelled 27,000 nautical miles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fingers crossed, breadfruit's ready to pick. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, breadfruit. Sorry. No, no, we no, don't no, do no, that. No. We harvested Talk that three months ago. You'll we have do, to wait. We do red fruits. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, we had a blight in the summer. It's all gone. It's all gone, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a, a boat came six months ago. <laughs> Tahiti was, 70 years later maybe, was where... Paul Gauguin moved to. Oh uh, yes, of course he yeah. did, because yeah. that's what inspired his. Arts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, his yeah, art yeah. totally transformed when he got there. Everything yes. suddenly went well, of real it wild because it's gonna, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, anything. If you move there, anything you do, regardless of what you do, yeah. is going to totally transform. Yeah, but you that's arguably you, you can't paint a desaturated painting into heat. No, <laughs> but forget about art. Just literally anything yeah. you do will True. change. Okay, so in Tahiti, the chief of the local tribe remembered Bly from his last visit 15 years before. Yeah, right, right. I mean, to be fair, they probably don't have that many. We don't get a lot of visitors. No, no. We had one 15 years ago, and now you. Hi, mate. We know everybody on the island. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. They were in Tahiti for five months. You know, again, rest, recuperation, repairs to the mm-hmm. ship, digging up the plants, Collating loading the, the plants, yeah, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Planting them in, on the boat. Yeah. And you know what a botanist is like once you get him off a ship on a new land? Oh, look, a beetle. Oh, <laughs> oh that's true. Yeah, He's yeah. gone again. We'll just see him <laughs> in his notebooks. Lions, tigers, bears. Oh, my. Okay, so they got all that. So, so we're 18 months in, and they've just... Got the plants they want. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Good news, lads. We're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> We've only got to do that all again. Yeah, yeah. So, as I alluded to earlier, while they were there, they had pretty much light duty, apart from actually loading yeah. the plants. Which that doesn't I, take five I, months. I think that's all right. Have a rest, well, lads. I'll, I'll, let me explain how light their duties were. Okay. Um, of the 45 men, 18 were treated for venereal infections. <laughs> Arrange food, drink, entertainment and a sit-down orgy for 40. That is classic, the uh, disease of, I don't know, men stressfully cooped up. Yeah. They were all tested on a board and not found to have any venereal infections. So they picked them up from the natives. They didn't transfer it. Right, I was going to say, we, oh, yeah, yeah. it begs the question, where did the diseases come from? They, were, they already had, they were riddled. You would, <laughs> you would have oh, to yeah. assume that whatever infections that there were amongst the population... That those in, that those infections were comfortable within that population. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There are plenty of diseases that we're all carrying now, sure, which yeah, yeah. are fine with us. They live yeah. with us. What are you can have. <laughs> what diseases are you? you know, if we end up with another population, those diseases could be fatal to them. Yeah, like the War of the Worlds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Kill red weed with a cough. Cold. <laughs> Yeah. Some of the crew took wives. Oh, yeah, yeah. Marriage, that wicked arrangement, that dream within a dream. Christian himself formed a close partnership with a Polynesian named Mawatua, but he called her Isabella. Yeah, of course. Which which is the name of an... (laughs) It's also the name of a previous girlfriend he had. He's named this girlfriend after an old girlfriend. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. So this is man's future, to bask in the sunlight, bathe in clear streams, and eat the fruits of the earth with all knowledge of work and hardship forgotten. Bly remarked again in his in his records, his ship's log, although he was very... Uh, relaxed? Um, yeah. Forgiving? Yeah, um, relaxed and forgiving. Um, he was a bit annoyed about the, the discipline that his 
lower officers were partaking in, in yeah, yeah right, he okay. said he called them neglectful and worthless petty officers because they weren't yeah. holding I mean, the men to account for right yeah. yeah okay so in in reference to this neglectful and worthless petty officers opinion that yes. Bly had Bly would humiliate Christian because of the the way the he and the other officers weren't I mean I, don't know. I mean that's what that's life isn't it that's how they commander and <laughs> Second in command. Oh, yeah, I know he wasn't technically second in command, but that's just how yeah. you're you're in, in charge of those people. You're in charge of those people. I'm in charge of everyone, and everyone does their bit. Yeah. But mm. anyway, perhaps but Mr. The, Christian yeah. took it personally. The sooner we are seamen again, the better. Don't you agree, gentlemen? It's over a year, and then they're spending these five months. Mm. There's been no floggings at all. Now, because everyone is like... But being lax, there's loads of floggings now. Oh, okay. Right. Because yeah. people are. Because everyone's just relaxed into. Just I mean, let's face around, it, they're yeah. in Tahiti having a whale yeah. of a time. Well, exactly. Instead of on a stupid rocky ship. Yeah, but the thing is, like, their equipment's being lost or stolen yeah, okay. by the natives. Right. And people oh, are okay. supposed to be looking after it. They're getting beatings for neglect okay. and what have you. And so they had a really rough journey, then a few months of absolute paradise, and now they're starting to get castigated again. So it must yeah. be quite absolutely quite yeah, a, yeah. a dramatic change. Sure. Yeah. But and that's the combination, isn't it? Because they've had this arduous yeah. trip. But then now that they're the glory sandwich. But they've now been al- <laughs> <laughs> now that they've been allowed to sit around and be promiscuous and what yeah, have you. Yeah. The whole thing is falling apart. Yeah. Could you have so um, now it's having the opposite effect. Could you have gone oh, it's fine, I'm just gonna stay here. Well no, that's that's desertion. Well, I, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Well, I mean, so I mean, yes. Go on then. Sail off. Well, I'm guessing you'd be shot. Oh, would you? Well, you'd desertion, be, would you? Well, you'd be hanged. Would you? By Na- who? Navy. Yeah. Well, on the ship. Or so arrested Bly would have to hang them. Probably would be taken back to England. Right. But in fact, they get... might have been transported then, to Australia. So no. then you're going to have to be forcibly got back onto the boat. It's going. Oh no! no run away. Yeah, well, I, it would be interesting. Run away and hide. I said. Part, what would be ironic is that they would probably be tra- taken all the way back to England and then <laughs> found guilty of desertion, probably then transported Sent to Australia. To Australia. <laughs> <laughs> just along the road. Which is, yeah, they're just <laughs> we're here, just chuck them out. Because I bet my, the ongoing um, where the crew are being lax and, you know, just, she's rubbish, I'd rather stay. Yeah. Rather stay yeah, here totally, with the totally. exotic women and bloody yeah. bread yeah, but anyone could say that about anywhere really I wouldn't even yeah, care not. about the we salary we don't all just stay there I know <laughs> but what's the choice there you, the you know year journey back to stupid old Go. slums in London or whatever yeah yeah exactly but well, that's the job isn't it mind you on the 5th of January 1789 three men uh, decided to, to do what you suggested ah, right. they desert Oh, okay. Didn't know that. So took a boat. Yeah. A small, a small boat. I know. Some guns. Yeah, yeah. Good. Including one of whom had already been flogged for losing equipment. Sure. And two of his uh, friends. Go away! I'm trying to get to shore. So after three weeks, the three men were. Where did they found. go? Oh, they were. They didn't get very far. Okay. I suppose you <laughs> wouldn't really. Would <laughs> They're on a little island. Yeah. Thousands of miles. From <laughs> thousands of miles from anywhere. Mainland. Okay. So after three weeks, they found these three men. They brought them back, and they were all 
flogged, and one of them for the second time. If you hadn't have run away, this wouldn't have happened. Then into February, they now started filling the ship. They've increased the workload. So keep them busy. Eat, keep them busy. You're getting more and more breadfruit. Initially, they were going to be 600 breadfruit plants. Now they've gone over 1,000. Yep. So they're loading the boat with all of this stuff and overhauling and doing, like, they basically increased the amount of labour just to, compared to the previous mm. yes. months. But they can't behave themselves, better give them something useful to do. Yeah. Carry those plants. Yeah. A lot. Put them over there. No, no, I don't like it. Then. Move them over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put the big ones to the left. <laughs> so on the 1st of April, away they go. They finally leave Tahiti. The 1st of April, right. So, yeah, so that's the nearly the 18 months bit. Yeah. Obviously, they didn't want to leave the April. Exactly. Did not want to leave yeah. uh, Tahiti. April Fool. <laughs> on the 27th of April... Bly accused Christian of stealing some of his private supply of coconuts. My personal store of coconuts was well up to the top of the netting. Right. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> How many did he have? Uh, all of them, but, but he had a lovely bunch. Yeah. Hey. Would he have got those from Tahiti? Uh, I he must probably. Have done. I assume so. I've you been can saving pick... these for eighteen months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he brought them with him. You can pick them out of the sea. <laughs> Yeah, they just true. float about on the sea, don't they? Around to eat. Yeah. <laughs> around to eat. <laughs> in pots. I would assume that they were lying around on the ground and they were easier exactly. to pick up yeah, than yeah. the ones in the sea. <laughs> There's one in the sea. It was, the, um, it was a, a small ship. It wasn't so small you could just lean over the side <laughs> and pick a coconut out of the water. They're just washing over the side. <laughs> so he accused him yeah, he, of, my stealing, coconut. of stealing coconut. his lovely coconuts. Yeah. I mean, things are going pretty yeah. south if... Yeah. Well, he decided to punish the entire crew for the theft, alleged theft. It's all become, it's all fallen into place as to why there was a (laughs) mutiny. Yeah, yeah. I never touched no coconut. Not neither. Captain. He said. (laughs) One of those times when he said, right, stand up, who stole my nuts? (laughs) Right, then you're all going to go into tension. It's your own time you're wasting. (laughs) So, how how does one man punish however meant 40? Their food ration was reduced by half, and rum ration was stopped completely. Why is the rum gone? I looked at annual deaths by coconut injury. (laughs) Of course you did. Because, well, I thought, you know, like, coconut landing on your head is fatal. I know that. Sure, yeah. yeah. Hang on, don't tell us. But it's... Go on, how many many deaths by coconut are there? Per what? A lot. It's like 150 or something. I'm going to say more. I'm going to say 350. A half. Of there's half a death per half? year. I half a death. I, that's what I thought. But when I looked at it, there's, there's one every what do you two mean, years. Half a death. Half a death. <laughs> oh, oh, one every two. Just years. One every two Sorry. years. <laughs> half a death. It's because you know, just his legs Because yeah. are only in certain particular parts of the world. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. where they are. Usually people know how to hang around coconuts, and no one sticks a they tent with underneath an it. And yeah. right, if you. If you're a half harvester of coconuts, you Why know how you to do it. you say half a You say one every <laughs> two years. Annually, half. <laughs> yeah. So the next day, the 28th of April, about 30 nautical miles south of Tafua, which is... Where's that? In the Tonga. Oh, so they're, the they're going back the way they came? They're going back the way they came. Oh, God. I didn't right. want to spend another two weeks at the Cape. <laughs> no. 
Right, okay. So they're over, right, they're over there. Instead now. of two weeks at the Cape, they spend nine months going across the sea. Yeah. Oh my God. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, fine. So Christian decides they're going to mutiny. They Christian want to... decides. Yeah. Right. I mean, to be fair, the the notion of immunity, of immunity, immunity, <laughs> said immunity, um, mutiny, it'd be quite easy because it's literally the captain and nobody else because his We've closest been... confidant is obviously leading it. Something troubling you, Mr. Christian. You're going to need... I'm like, talking about manpower. Uh, yeah, we're going to need like nearly half the crew, aren't you? Absolutely. Really, yeah, otherwise it's just not... Yeah. That's why I was... You can't just stand up and go, I'm taking over. <laughs> no, I know. Or 44 but other that's, people that's turn why up, I was, <laughs> yeah. That's why I was questioning hey. the... Um, the You know, so how did he punish the whole crew? Because uh, yeah. they, all of them could have gone... No, no, it's fine. We're it. just gonna yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're just gonna. We're just, no, I'm. You're, I'm having my rum rations. No, I'm taking it away. Are you? I mean, you know, <laughs> it'd just be easy to not. Well, this is another thing about his rank because he was a lieutenant. It was just him and like warrant officers. If he'd been a captain or a master commander, he would have had not only more officers in support but he would have had a contingent of marines. Uh, okay, whose yep. sole purpose would have been to protect the captain. Yeah. Well, anyway. Other than a lot of shouting and threatening, there wasn't really much of a fight. You have witnessed Mr. Christian's act of violence toward a superior officer. Right. It was broadly half and half. 22 men joined the mutiny with Christian. So 23 out of... Oh, so not everyone did it. 23 out of 44. So about half mutinied. You've given your last command, Bly. 18 were loyal to Bly. And then there was a couple who's... (laughs) Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Who's winning? They had no affinity. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't even like breadfruit. <laughs> so they've got that, and they're in the middle of nowhere, are they? They're not like on a sun-drenched Polynesian island at this point. <laughs> what they did was they put Bly into a boat. Into the boat. Into uh, a boat. He into was in, a, he, mm. To be fair, he was in a boat. He was in a bigger boat. They put him in a little. Boat. Let's get the lads. Let's put him in another so boat. This, this isn't a big boat, but it still has tenders. It still has the tenders, yeah. Well, I still got anchor. Is it the ones that hang it. off the side, like in ferries? Um. <laughs> you know, uh, what are they called? Life. Lifeboats. Yeah. Lifeboats, yeah. Like well, life. no, I mean, no. They would have carried boat They would have carried a boat? On the deck, sort of. Would they? Yeah. Oh, the rowing kind of. The rowing kind. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, right. a row, it's a little rowing boat. Yeah, fine. So I was right. Right. Now, picture the scene. <laughs> they put... 16 men in this boat, God. including Bly. <laughs> they give them four cutlasses yes. and like a, a sextant. No maps. Right. And some food and water. And they put them in the boat. Some oars. Away you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Bye. In the sea. In the sea. Oh, that's terrible, isn't it? You've got a feel for Bly at this point, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Four men who stayed behind Captain who weren't Vat. mutineers. So a couple of loyalists and a couple of yeah. indifference. A couple of undecided. I mean, <laughs> being on the boat or being on the ship is fairly binary. Yeah, but if you, you can't get on me, the boat, you have to stand one it. side of that line. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you get on the boat, that's more people to share the rations with and more overloading Absolutely, of yeah. the boat. Yeah. So four people stay behind, and yeah. as oh, no, I would come with you, <laughs> but I don't want to eat all your rations up, so I'll stay on the ship. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a bit agnostic. <laughs> the uh, right, okay. So weirdly, he—I mean, I suppose he's technically not against him. So he, all right, fine. Well, I'll, they I'll as they were um, on the as the boat was pushed away, yep. you know, Bly's small vessel. Yeah, uh, the four who remained behind shouted to Bly to beg not to be considered mutineers. I couldn't help it. 
Obviously oh, yeah. assuming that he would somehow make his way back to England. Just make sure you're at the back of that queue and go, oh, no, there's no room for me. <laughs> they put as many people as they could. I mean, I'm sure the people who didn't mutiny would have been, wouldn't have been held in high esteem by the people who did. No. Not, you're not in a great position staying on the bounty with mutineers. You're on a bigger boat. Who you've, when you've clearly stated that I'm not one of you. Mm. <laughs> so Bly shouted back, never fear, lads, I'll do you justice if ever I reach England. What's interesting about that is, of course, that he did reach England. Now, this is testament to how brilliant a yeah. sailor he was. He managed to navigate three and a half thousand nautical miles westward. God, how much the food you'd need? Until they finally reached Timor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is, Indonesia. Um, yeah, which is um, Dutch at the time. Oh, was it? Okay. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. And then from thence back to England. It, on a bigger boat. On a bigger boat, by by virtue of the the, the Dutch, I suppose. Wow. Who we weirdly weren't at war with at that yeah, time. Yeah, I was going to say that was a bit of luck, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, well, I was particularly tight with the water, as you'd expect. Well, yeah. On that, uh, arguably, you would yeah. need to be, wouldn't you? <laughs> his uh, his precious coconuts were apparently uh, brought <laughs> into use because he would give people. One cup. He used to measure it out with a half a coconut. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Mm. But I, I did a, a few uh, calculations on this. So, like, there's 15 people on board. Mm. And if they only had the equivalent of two cups of water a day, because yeah. I know the ration was really low and it was like a, depending on the size of your coconut, I suppose, really. Right. But, <laughs> but if, you, if you assume a two cup portion of water each day, yeah. you need 12. To exist, so they're going to be dehydrated pretty rapidly. Yeah, and they would have needed about three hundred and fifty liters of water to travel that kind of distance. So where on earth did that? Yeah, I mean three hundred fifty. It's not. I mean, it's you know you're getting on for a third of a ton of water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they needed twice that really just to be alive. Absolutely. But were there fatalities? The one time that they landed on an island. There was a fight with the natives and one of them was killed. Well, wow. that's the only fatality. Someone actually killed the yeah, one time they went on shore. It's, it's they safer on the boats. <laughs> safer on the Dehydrated and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Wow. Um, when they got to Timor, one of the crew was very ill, had been, had been very ill, and they died. And a okay. few people more died on the way back to England. But On a big boat. On a bigger boat. But in terms of this, this small launch and, and under Bly, it was astonishingly successful as a feat of wow, navigation wow. and survival. It was amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Success, success. We've done it. We've done it. What of the bounty then? Yeah. One of the first things that well, have that happened that. was that Christian confiscated all the personal effects of the people who'd left on the launch and divided it among the crew. Well, I, yeah, that's what, yeah. So he I'd stole that, all their yeah. personal possessions and bribed his crew, his mutineers with it. And then they threw all the breadfruit into the sea. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Splash! So they never delivered. So there's a load of people in the Caribbean Just, going, when are they coming? <laughs> Still to this day. One, one would guess that the breadfruit would be property of the king at yes, that point. Definitely. So that's not a good thing. No. <laughs> I knew it'd be a waste of time, stupid bread. bread. <laughs> stupid breadfruit. That, that's the base of the issue, I say. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's all the fault of breadfruit. If I had gone for breadfruit, <laughs> if gone for bounty, they would have been all right. Yeah. Or Maltesers. Gold, yeah. <laughs> Cocoa leaves. Gold and tobacco. Yeah, or sugar or whatever. Not stupid, stupid, stupid breadfruit. breadfruit. <laughs> whatever happened to breadfruit, I say. Don't know. I don't know if I've ever even seen a breadfruit. That's what I'm saying. So they, so they were technically in kind of in the middle of nowhere. And when they pushed away the little boat containing Bly, yeah. Then they nicked all their the remaining whatever possessions, yeah. And then technically they had been reported by then. They didn't know it, but they, yeah. But they knew. So that, then, what did they do? Well, they knew that it's possible that they might su- survive be, in the launch. Yeah, I mean, they I, had to assume I, that somewhere mm, along the line it would if be I'd reported. Been the, One of them would survive to report. If I'd them. been um, Christian, Christian pushing the boat off, I would have thought, I guarantee, I would have been very confident saying, "Well, that will be the end of them." Yeah. But anyway, mm. but I, they had to assume that at least one of them might make it. Sure. Um, even if they killed and ate all the others, that someone was going to be able to get back and the story of the mutiny would get out. Yeah, yeah. So they knew that the first place that anyone, <laughs> albeit months, months later, would come looking would be Tahiti. So they didn't go back to Tahiti. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. instead, Good they idea. went to Tupai. Tupai? Tupai. Which is south of Tahiti, about, about 500 miles. They're also frightened of going back to Tahiti because they'll have a load of angry wives there. Have they? Have you been? Go back to the wife. Yeah. Um, I've had the dinner on for seven months. <laughs> We're having boiled breadfruit again. Hey, <laughs> breadfruit. Breadfruit. <laughs> so when the bounty arrived at the end of May in Tupai, yep. They didn't get the reception that they anticipated because the native population um, attacked them. Okay, cool. Um, and they didn't know it was a mutinous thing. They just attacked. No, they attacked. just attacked a right. perceived threat from the sea. Fine, fine, yeah, yeah. And Christian used his four-pounder guns that they had aboard to fight off the attack. Okay, wow. Then they decided to take some armed some armaments and go aboard uh, ashore. Yep. Effectively to. Colonize the island sure, yeah. in lieu of the natives that they'd repel. But they needed, in order, if they're going to form a settlement, they needed uh, some workers and some women. Yep. <laughs> Basically, they wanted to get some slave labour okay. and some wives. Breadfruit? So they thought, <laughs> it's a breadfruit. So they thought, well, where can we get that? I know, Tahiti. <laughs> right, yes. Oh, I've got a well. wife there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, okay. They went I'm back. starting to think that Bly was a decent guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, there yeah, you go. Although Bly was pro-slavery, so oh, right, you know, they're both scratched. Again, out. it's all part and parcel of the times. Yeah, it's a course, different yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone had slaves. Although, on the subject of slavery, did you know that slavery has been outlawed in England since 1066? Oh, right. <laughs> 1069. William the Conqueror outlawed slavery in England. Oh, right. It's been Christ. illegal to have slaves in England. For a thousand years. In England. In England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could have slaves in other countries. Right. Uh, okay. But then they, they decided the interpretation of the law. There was. I'll tell you, this is a very quick aside, but because of American slave owners who would come to England to trade and whatever, and they'd bring their slaves. Mm-hmm. And one of them ran away and was recaptured and sent back. And they, lawyers acting in England on this, um, it basically went to court about them being recaptured and sent back. And um, the law in England said, well, because of William the Conqueror, you're not allowed to have slaves. So technically, the minute they set foot in England, they're free. So you okay? 
So you you couldn't have a slave in the UK, yeah. but you could be a slaver. You, you could be a slaver. You could trade it okay. until Britain outlawed slavery. Yeah, by yeah. hundreds of thousands. Of, yeah. yeah, but then Britain outlawed slavery and spent billions of pounds and vessels and that patrolling the seas, stopping everybody else from having slaves, which is fascinating. Fascinating. The amount of time and effort they put into saying, "Well, we've decided we not can't have slaves. We've banned ours, and now we're banning all of yours," even though. We've got no legal right to do so. Yeah, We've got sure, no, sure. We're just going to tell you that you can't have slaves yeah. and just stop it. Sounds, Sounds like one good thing that came out of colonies. <laughs> oh, yeah. It has to be one thing. <laughs> so, Bounty goes back to uh, Tahiti. They uh, take 30 people, mixed men and women, mm-hmm. um, and they say to the chiefs, me and Bly and all our crew, we're founding a new colony. Yes. A British mm-hmm. colony. So they got these volunteers to come with them. And of course, basically, they've now got some slaves and some and some wives. Yep. And they spent a couple of months trying to establish this so-called colony. A couple of months isn't long, is it, to give it? Not really. Not really. We're going to start a colony. It's been two months now. It's not happened. It's <laughs> Yeah. Um, but the trouble is now Christian was the one losing the reins of authority over the mutineers. Okay. Eight people decided they'd stick with Christian and the other 16-odd decided they wanted to go back to Tahiti <laughs> yeah. and take their chances. Yeah. So it's factions within factions. Factions within factions. As is always the case. Yeah. They always turn on each other. Yeah. Well, you act like a jerk sometimes, you know that? So by then you get to September... They go back to Tahiti again to drop off these people who want to go back to Tahiti. Yeah. By then, the Tahitians have learned from another British ship yes. of the story. The news has travelled. The news okay. has travelled. Of the initial mutiny, but now we're the mutiny on the mutiny on the bounty, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, the mutiny of the mutiny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, again, you've got a, a, a less than favourable reception. If you mutiny from the mutiny, is it no longer a mutiny? Is uh, it like a double negative? Are you then... I don't think so. <laughs> it's, it's, a... it's unmutinied. Is, is mutiny immutable? <laughs> <laughs> Just remain mute. <laughs> yeah. So Christian dropped off the 16 men in Tahiti, but because they were no longer as as welcome... Hang on, he, he, he said, oh, it's fine, I'll drop you off. He dropped them off. They left. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I mean, well, they outnumbered him, so... All right. So yeah, but... It was two to one. Oh, so they made him drop they said, them off. We're going to have to scare you. All right. I'll, so they took him. He t- I'll drop you off. So mm. The bounty went back to Tahiti again. Yep. Dropped off the uh, fifteen of them. Yep. He kept one, the armorer, and effectively <laughs> kidnapped him back because <laughs> he needed an armorer. And they took, managed to persuade a whole bunch of more Tahitians to go back with them okay. to prop up their colony, having lost two thirds of his group. Yep. Twenty more Polynesians, fourteen women, six men. But when they got back to Tahiti, the news had arrived. What did the the chieftains say they weren't uh, hostile, but they didn't support right. them anymore because okay. they knew it was there was no colony; it was a fabrication. So they right, <laughs> and then the, Quick. the way anchor and away they go. Go. Hey, your cell is limp, like you're dead. Bly finally makes it back to England, March 1790. So another, almost another year since the mutiny itself has taken place. So two and a half years since this mission launch. Yes, yeah. yeah. he makes it back to England. Well done. However, news of the mutiny has already preceded him. It's got there before him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's welcomed home as a hero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even though he 
failed in every single <laughs> aspect of the trip. He survived a criminal uprising and navigated across thousands of nautical yeah, miles. About of ocean. No one's yeah. thinking of the breadfruit. <laughs> it's yeah. all about the breadfruit. And lost a thousand trees. <laughs> lost a thousand breadfruit. <laughs> or little pot plants. <laughs> he did face a court martial because he did lose a ship. Yeah, I mean, that's a bit harsh, I suppose, but... But, well, he was acquitted and promoted to captain. Mm-hmm. So not so much lost as had it stolen from. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, he didn't lose it, did he? Anyway, it's, it's into heating. <laughs> well, yeah, we know where he is. <laughs> so, in November of that year, so yep. another six months yeah. later, the Admiralty decides that, obviously, this will not stand, so they send another ship the HMS Pandora, a Navy ship of the line, to capture the mutineers and bring them back for trial. Okay, so this time an actual military ship. An actual military ship. That's big. That's big. (laughs) A big ship. Key point there. It's big. The men, the mutineers who had stayed in Tahiti, or returned to Tahiti, were all arrested. Yeah. But hang on, four of them would have said, yeah, but... but, but yeah, <laughs> wait a minute. I distinctly remember... The quiet ones at the back. Yeah. Captain Bly said to oh, me, uh, <laughs> from 100 metres away, I will remember you. Oh, when was this? Uh, two years ago? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Possibly. Yeah. Was this when you were pushing him away off the, ba- <laughs> off the bounty? Uh, y- yes. <laughs> the Pandora was in Tahiti for five weeks. Yep. So obviously, again, repairs and food and water and everything, but also trying to find out where the bounty's gone. Mm-hmm. They build a prison on the deck of the Pandora, really? oh, wow. aptly named Pandora's Box. Oh, <laughs> I'm in a box! Oh, no. No, no, not the box. So yep. they're going to be caged on deck <laughs> God. for the trip back to England. I don't know. What do you mean they, they couldn't find the bounty? Well, it wasn't in Tahiti. They oh, dropped the people off and re- they went oh, off okay. to, to, to whatever. Because uh, you'd think a big ship, well, I mean, it's not a big ship, but you'd think a ship would be relatively easy to find. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but then yeah. when you think that the horizon is only what, nine miles away, it's actually quite easy to hide a ship if it's <laughs> any more than ten miles away. It's more than nine and a half miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on the 8th of May, the Pandora leaves Tahiti, going off to search for the bounty among the thousands of Pacific islands. With the prisoners in the box on deck. With the deck. prisoners in the box. Yep. Well, I thought it was in Tapau. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they don't know that. Uh, right. Well, okay. I was thinking if they've spent, what, five weeks chatting to the yeah. locals? Trying to find out where... On the basis yeah, they knew where they came Cap- from because they came but there and back a few times. Fletcher thing. Yeah. He's dropped them off and they, they would have... <laughs> anyway... Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know. Yeah, fine. Well, as it was, they weren't there anyway. Oh, okay. Because as we know, they famously were in Pitcairn Island. Mm. Famously. <laughs> so, after a few months of searching, end of August, the Pandora ran aground on the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, wow. And in their attempts to uh, abandon ship, they basically <laughs> ignored the prisoners on the deck. <laughs> The armourer of the Pandora tried to break the men's the, the shackles, because yeah. obviously they're manacled as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, but the ship sank before he finished. So four drowned, along with 31 crew of the Pandora. Wow, wow. And then the remaining survivors basically did what blighted. They all got in a launch and tried to sail back. They reached uh, Kupang in September. 
the prisoners were kept bound the whole time in wow. this little law. Which is where? In part of the Dutch East Indies. Right, fine, yep. They were transported, the prisoners that survived, they were kept in prison for weeks until they were finally transported to Cape Town, mm. the British colony, South Africa. Then they were put on a warship to Portsmouth in England, there to await trial. So that's nearly, are we nearly five years later of since when those now prisoners... Uh, it's about three and a half years, yeah. Since setting sail initially, yes. about three and a half years now have gone by. And Cap- Captain Bly has been home for a year and a half and is with his feet up and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so, feet. so the last nearly five years, is it a not a totally outlandish statement to say has been a total waste of everyone's time? <laughs> kind of has, In terms yeah. of the status of the mission, yes. <laughs> yeah. It was a waste of time. What yeah. happened? What, what has happened? Captain Bly got a promotion. Yeah. Loads of people lost their lives. Yeah. And some breadfruit was is now floating. Now, the, yeah. So floating. lots of breadfruit was drowned. <laughs> and, well, and, and that's dozens, it. Well, and dozens of native people from <laughs> yeah. have, haven't got their husbands. Yeah, have been enslaved <laughs> and killed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So hang on, where's where have we and got displaced? To, so all the Fletcher Christian and they, they were all on board that yeah, the, so, the Admiralty fleet. No, Fletcher Christian and about eight other people ha- have gone away to they know not where. Oh, in that boat. Yeah, yeah. So Sorry, the people yeah, yeah. who stayed in Tahiti, they were arrested. Some drowned. The rest yeah. have been brought back to okay. face trial for mutiny. So September 1792, so, another, so more months, of, uh, nearly a yeah. year have passed. They're on the deck of the HMS Duke in Portsmouth Harbour to face court-martial. Mm. Some were acquitted. Six were found guilty of the mutiny and sentenced to death by hanging. Mm. And this will include the quiet ones who stood at the back. <laughs> Basically, uh, well, yeah, they yeah. were given pardons on the basis off. of Bly's testimony. Oh, so it didn't oh, work. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thank God for that. Bly did manage to successfully. <laughs> get breadfruit to the West Indies on another <laughs> ship. But by the time he got back from that, public opinion was against him. Uh. <laughs> Told you. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody breadfruit. That kind of reminds me of uh, in the first series of Black Adder when um, Sir Walter Riley goes away and comes back and then goes away and comes back and everyone's bored with it. <laughs> by the time bored, he comes yeah. back again. Very much. So, yeah, oh, yeah. Sir Walter, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Classic. He was at the Battle of Copenhagen under Admiral Nelson. He was appointed governor of New South Wales in 1806. Right. And later arrested and deposed in the Rum Rebellion. Well, I expect he caused that. He was probably withholding it from them. He made admiral in 1811 and vice admiral in 1814 and died in 1817, aged 63. Meanwhile, Christian, having left Tahiti and the other mutineers... And went somewhere. They settled on Pitcairn Island. But he rediscovered the island because... The exact location of that island wasn't really known, which is mm. to their advantage because course, nautical yeah, yeah. charts had it like 180 miles right. east of where it actually was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they thought, well, this is pretty cool because if the Navy comes looking for this island, it ain't where they it's think wrong. it is. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. So they basically, they stripped the boat to use all the lumber and everything. Of course, yeah, yeah. And then set fire to it. So it didn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, <laughs> things being as they were, um, they all started infighting with one another, the remainder oh, of the goodness. Oh, right. yeah. Mutiny 
of on mutiny of on the, the mutinies of the mutiny three times. Yeah, yeah. there was uh, a lot of violence, uh, a lot of murders between mutineers and the Tahitians. Um, there can't be a lot of murders. <laughs> There's only about half a dozen of them. <laughs> well, there was about. And then I think stopped. In total, there would have been about fifty Tahitians plus right. the eight mutineers. So you're right. There was a, a, a massacre of Tahitians. God. And some of the Tahitians murdered the mutineers, and the mutineers turned on each other. Uh, according to one of the Tahitian women, Christian was shot in the back yep. and killed. So by the time the island was rediscovered in 1814, there was only one mutineer left alive. Oh, wow. Gosh. <laughs> Uh, name of Adams. One of the people who greeted the British warships who arrived was a young man named Thursday October Christian. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I, have, I have three questions. <laughs> what day was he born on? When, what, when was he born? And, and, who was and what dad? did he believe in? <laughs> and who was his dad? Yeah. <laughs> and say, are there descendants now of that? There are descendants now. That's that's the interesting thing. The, the, the Pitcairn Island was unusual in the fact that, you know, you had blonde, fair-skinned right, yes, yes. natives, if you like, because they were basically from eight mutineers. You can still... There are bits of the bounty in Bounty Bay, very mm -hmm. tiny little bits remaining under the sea where it was burned and sculled. Other bits were taken ashore to and be used. So is it, the as in all of these cases, there are more bits of wood on eBay described as part of the well, bounty than yeah. it would take to make a ship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's museum on Fiji that's got like the rudder and uh -huh. bits from the yeah, boat. Yeah, yeah. Popular culture then. Mm. So you mentioned right at the beginning one Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> So Anthony Hopkins in 1984 played Fly in a movie called The Bounty. Do you remember who played Fletch Christian? Do I know who so played Fly? Do, do you know? No, I'm asking you. Hop I do know. I know? I know do you, you know. know. Well, if you know, okay. Do I know? In 1984, the film The Bounty, Anthony Hopkins played Fly. It's Christian. Yeah. And who played Fletch Christian? Is he, is he of the 80s? Yes. Um, a leading man. <laughs> Famous for not being able to portray the nationality of the person that he's portraying. <laughs> right. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, you know, it's meaning he's American. He's not he's Australian. He's Australian, yes. Oh, it's Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, right, yeah. Brando is 1962. Yes. Brando played yeah. Christian in 1962 really? version. Played Christian? I've seen played that. Christian one. against Trevor Howard. Was blind. Yeah, wow, well, wow. Well. I remember that one. That Do was you? brilliant. Yeah. yeah, that was good fun. Trevor Howard plays a proper sort of Victorian overlord kind of, you know. And Brando's really interesting. He plays him as a kind of spoiled toff who really thinks he's like, yeah. is something special, you know. Which would make sense yeah, because he do. was, he wasn't like a, a gutter snipe Christian. No, he, was he was just pretty good privileged. Stock. Yeah, it was one. And he, was he just... went to King's College, Cambridge. Yeah. He was a spoiled brat, basically. And he was, uh, he was just a mate, basically, wasn't he? Yeah. He, was, he had a spoiled upbringing, he was given preferential treatment, mm, and he was yes. lounging around, and then he went... Eh, eh, eh. So his master and commander just a, another story. It's just a, yeah, it's a, it's a story it about a story, basically right. being at sea on this uh, vessel, okay, but it's very fine. good at relating what the situation as it would have been, right. with, in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah. the naturalists, in terms of the medicals, in terms of the... People on board. Ranks. Yeah, so it's a very good portrayal. Uh, the first movie that came out was uh, 1916, which was an Australian film, which unfortunately there's, it doesn't exist anymore. In 1933, 
there was a, a movie uh, called In the Wake of the Bounty and it had Errol Flynn as hey. Fletcher Christian. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a 35 one as well. But 35 is possibly the best one. <laughs> 30, 1935, Charles Lawton. Oh, I was about to say, John. I, I think Charles Lawton <laughs> and, should have played. And Clark played. Gable. And Clark Gable. Oh, that sounds Fletcher great. Christian. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Charles Lawton's just Bly personified, really, yeah. isn't he? Bly doing an impression of Charles Lawton. Yeah, yeah. Actually, very much so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, these are all quite, for their, in each of their respective times, these are quite I don't interesting think I don't characters. think I've seen any of them. <laughs> really? No, I... I've, I've seen all of them. Well, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen the silent 1916 silent one. I haven't seen the main the main Hopkins one, but perhaps I will. <laughs> 1989 Mutant on the Bounty, <laughs> science fiction movie. Don't watch it. Thank you. There was uh, a musical. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Was it called Bounty Exclamation Mark? No. Or Mutiny? It was called Mutiny yeah. Exclamation Mark. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Nearly. There's one or t'other. Co-written and starring yep. David Essex. <laughs> wow, wow. As Fletcher Christian. Old. Me close. <laughs> Don't oh, let me go. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. No. <laughs> oh. There was... Uh, <laughs> Got <I'm> gonna, silver <laughs> line. I'm going to end with this, and this will mean more to an, an English audience than an American audience. But the uh, the the beloved comedy duo Morecambe and Wise, yes, did a spoof version called Monty on the Bonty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why? Starring in the role of Captain Bly, Arthur Lowe, really, of yeah. Dad's Army fame. Yeah, wow, sure. that sounds good. It'd be a young Arthur Lowe. It'd be a young Arthur Lowe. A play what Ernie wrote. <laughs> Ernie the hero, heroic Fletcher Christian. <laughs> Ernie Wise. Good grief. Bounty. That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've talked about on this episode, then just Google it or something. You can listen to all of our previous episodes on our website. That's www.truecrimediary.co.uk. Please remember to leave a review on your podcast provider if you can, or you can email us. That's stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk. My thanks to Jed and Rue and to all of you for listening. And we'll see you again on next date in our True Crime Diary. <laughs>